0: Who's there? Boo. Boo hoo. Don't cry, dude. We only missed a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, <laughs> how about how about the fact that we didn't miss the week that I got the vaccine, but we missed the week after? You know what it was is because I think
1: you were like was there was a lot catch going on. Yeah, and, and you you yeah, you really forced we forced doing that episode. Yeah, we did like, we gotta get this episode. Yeah, we did it. It was yeah and it just fucked up. Yeah, it, it doesn't did. feel like to me we missed anything.
0: No, nah, we're doing good.
1: We're doing good. Cause it kind of just feels like last week we also did a
0: podcast. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that. You know, yeah, what I but mean? you know you know what sucked about last podcast? YouTube. The Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're doing YouTube. I- how do these? How do how do all these like video reaction videos exist on YouTube? And we just did the same exact thing, and they shut us down for copyright infringement.
1: I think you you can react to other content, like video content. Yeah, but it can't be like things that are. Uh, I listened to Rick Rubin talk about this actually. Yeah, um,
0: what does he have how to say? Everything is my fellow. Long he Islander. says like.
1: Yeah these these algorithms uh just kind of like the, the way that the system works now is it's just like everything is uh I'm look I'm I'm searching for the right word here but like patent, like every little sound Yeah yeah so yeah So like we had that he shit said pretty recently
0: low, though I thought I thought we were Yeah. Clear.
1: No it'll pick up like I I mean
0: yeah yo and it's so, and, like- and somehow my work continues to get ripped off and no one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, NFTs are going to change that. Oh NFTs. my God. I hope NFTs put Instagram out of business. Yeah. <laughs> no, Instagram probably owns NFTs. It's true. They probably do. They own our yeah. souls actually.
1: Yeah. 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 No, Rick Rubin was making an interesting point. He said that, um, like, you know, a lot of like, I mean, this kind of leads into some questions here, but like ni- a lot of 90s hip hop, or like just hip hop in general sampled everything. Yeah, so sure. everything was sampled. Right. But now you see like a lot of like outrage recently where people are coming out being like yo, this this guy just stole this record from from this era. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, that's sampling. Yeah. But people like all of a sudden kind of forgot that that's what hip hop originally was was sampling all these sounds. It's it's But people are getting hit.
0: But it's okay. I think it's totally cool when someone samples something and builds on top of it. I think Mm -hmm. it sucks when someone takes something and just uses it with no creative, you know, like process with it at all. You know, like if someone took my shit and like reworked it and turned it into like some new design or something like that, I'd be like, that's pretty sick. You know, that's cool. That's creative. That's interesting. I like that. I was a part of some other process, you know, but if someone just took my shit and just like changed the word, which happens all the time, that's when it's annoying well, what did I say to you the whatever. other day about the algorithm? That I'm like, I I used to hate the algorithm, but now I'm kind of psyched. Yeah, you like yeah, it now. I like it now because it's just like every like for a minute there, everyone everyone's life just got like a lot easier. They're like, hey, all I have to do to get work is just post on Instagram. And you were getting all these like these like fucking hacky designers who who like just like learns how to rip off a couple of people on the internet and then you have like people hiring them off of Instagram and they completely yeah. don't deserve it. And, and the funny thing is, is I remember there was a few clients that hired some of these people to do work. And then they came to me and they were like, yeah, I worked with so-and-so they have a huge Instagram following blah, 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 but they were totally unprofessional. They didn't really know how to do anything besides the stuff that they post and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because they're fucking 12 years old and they never actually did this before. They're just like, good at mimicking something and then just like posting like 14 times a day so that it's always in your face yeah you know so now that the algorithm came in and it just like shows me like news events from four days ago over and over again like it's just not you know you you can't like i i know a lot of artists and shit complain that this stuff doesn't get seen and mine hasn't been seen in years so it's like i get it but like at the same time it kind of levels the playing field a little bit and like some people have to actually work hard to have people see this shit, which is like unheard of <laughs> for some people, you know? Yeah. It's weird how, I mean,
1: I would be a hypocrite to say that I'm not, I'm not like, I don't get angry about the fact that like, why am I not getting this when right. this person got it? Right. It's like, well, I also haven't been working long enough to really it be justified. But Instagram did kind of ruin that a little bit. Yeah. For the longest time. Yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I'm okay. I'm okay with the algorithm too. Yeah, I hope it just ruins everything.
0: I'll be glad to see it go. I'm. I. I. I mean, especially if the past few years, man, social media has just become a never-ending source of stress for most people. Yeah. Like, just fucking let it go. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and you know what?
1: I like. I promoted a post. I'll say yeah. it. I promoted a post. You did. And and you were telling me don't do it like yeah. it actually gets less engagement the natural engagement stopped the minute i promoted it yeah and it got no engagement yep. <laughs> so i paid i paid to kill my own post <laughs> i'm like whoa it's dead
0: like i tried to uh, i tried to promote a post one time and it was just like uh i forget what it was it was maybe for like the workshop or something when i started the workshop or maybe it was just to see like how it would go and yeah. I'm sure I I know I know that a lot of people do this and, and that there's a certain way to do it, but this was my first time doing it, and it was just like it was like okay, how much do you want to spend on yeah. this post, right? So it was like, do you want to spend five dollars? If you spend five dollars, um, you know, five hundred to a thousand people will see it. If you spend ten dollars, yeah. and this is what this is what it goes. It's like you, the more you spend, the more money should the more people should see it, right? So, but yeah. but mine was just like if you see if you spend ten dollars. 500 to a thousand people will see it. If you spend $20, 500 to a thousand people will see it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. So, like, I, I put in, I, I ended up putting in like a thousand dollars to see what it would go to, and it didn't change the amount of people that were going to see the post. Oh, I panicked right there for you. I thought you spent a thousand dollars. No, 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 no. I fucked them. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you know what Zetterberg's doing right now with that thousand dollars? Yeah
0: oh no (laughs) he just added it to his like his like like uh you know bring satan to earth fund (laughs) yeah no he is satan (laughs) he's not cool enough to be satan yeah like there's no no, there's no like metal bands in the 80s that are going like hail zuckerberg you know what i mean he's fucking like he's like on some like weird like demon tier you know he's so under the radar that he's definitely satan you think so yeah i would be so disappointed if that was satan yeah. Yeah. For like a lifetime he's like of a, listening to like death metal if that was Satan, I would just be like, "Really?" <laughs> all those like cannibal Satan's corpse minion. records for this. <laughs> yeah. This guy? Wait, everybody prayed to this guy? <laughs> Morbid Angel lied to me all these years. <laughs> he Do
1: you think that uh because I I just watched The Social Dilemma.
0: Yeah. And it's oh, like, god.
1: Yeah, but all the, all these apps and things like that, they're not like actually bad. It's the fact that like people kind of suck, and so we gravitate definitely towards suck. We gravitate towards like bad posts and the and
0: yeah, everybody loves a train wreck, and we live in a 24/7 train wreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to see that, right? And oh man. It you know I what see... though? It if if I'm if I'm using any type of social media and I'm like for some reason I'm like into it. I'm like, "You know what? I can curate this to be interesting yeah something shitty always creeps up in there and it just always diverts your attention and you're always just like wait what was that what happened you know like something that you don't want to see will find its way in there and it'll be like hey you sure you don't want to see this
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was just telling you how i watched social dilemma and i realized like they explain how it's like kind of your choice to like look away from those things that like yeah you know make you angry and things like that because the more you just look at them, the more the algorithm just feeds you that. Because it's like, oh, you stopped on this post for longer than you stopped on like the the little rabbit post.
0: Right. You know what I mean. Right. 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 Right.
1: I watched that that show, and then I instantly got into a fight with somebody on social media about what <laughs> they were posting.
0: <laughs> so, uh,
1: I didn't learn my lesson. No. But no. At all. No. You uh, had it coming. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Should we uh, speaking? Sh- Should should we jump into the hot minute? Yeah. Speaking of Satan. Love it. Fucking fucking theme with a with a little cat meowing at the ends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll probably hear
1: those cats again this episode. Oh my god. Uh, Why do New Yorkers
0: love bagels so much? Mm, My God, I I do love bagels so much. They're delicious. People don't understand because I've had bagels outside of New York, and there's no, like it's just bread. Like I get it. Like who gives a fuck? But in New York, it's not just bread. It is not just bread. Okay,
1: because I was gonna say it's just bread. It's not, that was gonna be my.
0: It is not. Next time you come here and you don't come to see me, you should get a bagel. I'll tell you where to go. I won't meet you there. Eat the bagel, and you'll see the difference. Yeah, we were supposed to get bagels. Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. I didn't get bagels. The entire time I was in New York, that's a shame.
1: Because uh, I thought it was just bread with missing some. It's in the no,
0: middle. no, it's not. No, no, it's it's bread and then some. It's it's fuck. I could live on bagels every day, and I have. Is it a donut? Best. It's not a donut. No, it's like the bagels are not so okay. A good bagel is not supposed to be light and airy. A good bagel is supposed to be fucking dense. Like, like, like when rye you, bread. When you get when you get when you get a dozen bagels, right from like a bagel store, and and you you take that bag because this is what I don't know I this is maybe this is a New York thing I don't know you get a dozen bagels people are over you're eating breakfast together or whatever like say like you know it's it's a family event or whatever you, yeah. people sleep over people come over for breakfast something like that you get Never a dozen bagels it's a very normal thing to do in New York yeah. you get the bag it's in a fucking paper bag you drop it on the table and it's just like boom, boom. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like it is weighted it is heavy and and you you open up that bag and it smells so good and you reach in and it's a doughy thick dense bagel you cut that shit in half and you start putting stuff on it and it's just it is an experience that never gets old
1: to me it doesn't sound very good i'll have it to is look good. up a new york bagel recipe
0: it, no you're not going like to be that. able to do it cuz you need new york water oh you need you need new york water cuz it, it it's it's very specific to the type of water that it is and get this and if you don't believe that so i have a cousin um that took a job uh it, this was maybe in the 70s or something i i know my mom's going to be listening to this so she'll correct me like later on but like um he took a job Driving um, a tanker truck filled with New York water to a guy who moved to the New England area like like New Hampshire or Vermont or something to open up a New York bagel store. And every day he would truck New York water all the way up hours into New England so that this guy could make bagels with New York water. And he was the only place in that whole area that made good bagels because he had the water. Why didn't he just pollute his own water? <laughs> <laughs> because you need you need the essence of ten million people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to really yeah. get that true pollution taste. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> There's just not
1: enough people in Vermont.
0: it's, just, it's, not, yeah, it's not enough. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man, that's uh I mean, I feel like that's probably pretty true. That what, you would the, need water. Yeah, well, because a- it's
0: like whatever the minerals and shit are, because it's like the water comes from reservoirs that are like slightly upstate from the city. So it's whatever like the natural minerals and shit are that are in the water that, that come from the reservoirs into the city to make the bagels. And then when they boil yeah. the bagels or whatever, it it's it's pro- it's some kind of chemical fucking process. I don't know how it works. If I did... I would replicate it all over the world and be a fucking trillionaire, but I don't. So, and I don't really, you care just need those little
1: three eyed Simpson fish.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, okay, this question I'm confused by. Yeah. Did you see the second apartment hidden behind the girl's
0: mirror? Okay. So in Manhattan, there was a girl who posted something online. Um, she was doing work in her apartment and she had a mirror. I think it was in a bathroom. And she went to take the mirror off because she was redoing shit, painting or doing whatever she was doing. And behind the mirror, there was a hole in the wall. So she stuck her head in the hole in the wall to see what was back there. And there was an entire apartment behind there. an, An entire empty, vacant, untouched apartment behind. Her apartment. Yes.
1: And so she moved in. Or what? Yeah. what <laughs> no, well, it, was, it was just
0: filled with bodies. <laughs> what, what? No, no, it wasn't. But wouldn't that be funny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got excited for a that second. Sounds more reasonable. <laughs> you,
1: yeah, they you, found the place. You
0: were like, "Wait, my wife did what?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, when I was in New York, I was in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but it, it's so uh,
0: funny though, because like the uh, we, we were we were my sister in law over the weekend. Um, helping her look for apartments and, uh, you know, um, it was, it, well, first of all, it was weird. Cause it was like the first time I was really walking around the city. Um, since forever. And, uh, I was telling you too, like in the whole city, I think I saw three people that didn't have a mask on, which was awesome. So like, did, did you see a lot of people with masks like around their chin? No, no. Everyone was like really responsible. I, I have to say everyone in the city was super responsible um and it was it was really like the first time i really spent just kind of like walking around um and uh we went we went in and some of these you know i forget cuz like i moved out of the city to buy a house and have a family and shit like that so it's like you forget how small apartments in new york are and uh yeah if you were in an apartment in new york and you opened up a hole in your bathroom to see an apartment behind your bathroom filled with dead bodies The first thought you think is, all right, I got to bust a hole open. I got to truck out these dead bodies. And I'm not going to tell the landlord that I found this. And I'm just going to set this up as an extra room in my apartment. Like the dead bodies are such an afterthought because you're like, finally, I have a space space. to put a couch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. People are going to come over and watch the game at my place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so I can have a bedroom that's not the kitchen? All right, I'll do it.
1: I always thought that was funny when they would show like uh on friends and things like that the yeah. apartments and I and I'd always hear like so that's unrealistic so not realistic. or like yes, Seinfeld so, even
0: so unrealistic it, yeah. it's like, yeah he- cuz you 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 in in a typical like Manhattan apartment that a normal person would have you open the door and then you're standing in the kitchen you're standing right in the kitchen right or you're standing right yeah. in the living room and then you turn right and then you're in the kitchen or you turn left and then you're in the bedroom and that's if you have a bedroom You know, and then you go like there was we saw this one apartment where the kitchen was so it was like the front of the apartment was actually pretty decent. It had like double doors, like double French doors. It opened up to the bedroom that had like a window facing the street. And then you go through and there's like the living room. But then you get to the kitchen and the kitchen was literally 10 inches wide. So like you had to walk sideways through the kitchen to get to it. And then the I think it was the I think the stove had like like burn marks on it like that it had already been on fire once <laughs> oh, and then man. right next to the right next to the stove that was on fire was the bathroom you don't you open up the bathroom door and the only way you can use the toilet or take a shower is by like squeezing in the 6 inches of space between the door and the sink to get in there yeah. you know what i mean so like that's yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of that's what you deal with so whenever you see like some shit on tv where it's just like oh here's my my New York apartment, it's like super cool and there's a balcony and there's all this shit. It's like, nah, that's not, that's only for rich people.
1: That reminds me of the Beastie Boys talking about their apartment that they lived in together. And It was like the the toilet and the bathtub was in the middle of the apartment. Yeah. There was no rooms.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whoa. That sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, Somebody wrote in, they said, quiz Brent on 90s hip hop.
0: Is, you know, it's really funny Because here's t- two things, right? Number one, yeah. you were born in the 90s yeah. So technically you really shouldn't know much about that But you do Because mm-hmm. you like hip-hop Yeah Me, on the other hand, everyone assumes I like hip-hop for some reason I don't know why that I yeah. I'm just is I'm not a big fan I was always more of a metal, punk, and hardcore kind of guy I never, you know, there's little bits and pieces here and there that I picked up along the way, but it's so, like, we went, we went to, I think this is, like, last week, maybe, there's there's this restaurant by us that had this big outdoor seating area, and every, all all these, all these seats were all separated, and they all had, like, little fire pits, so, like, everyone got their own little fire pit to sit next to, which was super cool, and these fucking people came. And they were nice and they were just like excited to talk to someone because, like, you were getting a little daring now because we got the vaccine. So we're like, oh, we can go out, you know? Yeah. So we're like sitting and we're still outdoors and we still have masks on or whatever. So it's like, it's like it's still totally fine. But like, we were talking to these people and this guy <laughs> this guy started talking about Hootie and the Blowfish. And he was like, yo, Hootie and the Blowfish is so good. So good. So, and then he. And he like looked at me. He's like, "You ever listen to it?" I was like, "No." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, but I like hip hop too. I like hip hop too." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like, I'm like, the- <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean?
1: He looked at you and we were like, "Hip hop guy." Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: yeah. Like, I don't know what to. Th- yeah. I don't know what to
1: think about that. You know? <laughs> were you wearing a New York hat? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, <laughs> that's what gives it away. That's what that's everyone what dead sees. Giveaway? He's just yeah, like, Jay Z's cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly what it is.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would assume you liked hip hop. Why? Because I'm from New York. Is that is that the only reason why? Like, I don't know. No, I.
1: The aesthetic of like uh, street art and stuff like that. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. What are the five pillars of of hip hop?
0: I have no idea. Break
1: dancing, art, the street art. I have
0: no fucking idea, man. Because. Punk and hardcore have like the same fucking pillars, essentially. Yeah, they come from this. They both come from the same place. Like they, they <laughs> literally both come from the same place.
1: Did you see? And this might already be out, but I, I'm assuming this is coming out. Is the CBGB's movie?
0: No, tell me about this.
1: Oh, I just seen a trailer for like the CBGB's movie. I, is it, And I had not no idea. Yet? I don't. You know what? I hate googling things, but this is CB. Uh,
0: I don't think I don't think I know about this.
1: I think it's coming out. I believe, CBGB's film. Oh, oh no, no! It came out in
0: 2013. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe I did see it then.
1: Uh, I, this is like I didn't realize different. what CBGB stood for.
0: Oh yeah, country
1: bluegrass. Yep, never. Yep, yep, yep. Um, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, well, because it it, it, it it was so old, you know, like punk rock didn't exist yet, and then it kind of just got like, it became the birthplace of it, essentially. Yeah, you know, which is cool. And now it's a fucking <laughs> denim store. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. it's a it's a John Varvados store.
1: I don't even know who John Varvatos is. John
0: Varvatos is—it's like this brand where it's just like leather jackets and fucking denim jeans or whatever, and it's like whatever clothes, but it's—it's it's like a shame that the city didn't protect it as as kind of like a landmark or like turn into a museum or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: keep that bathroom not pristine, dude. Exactly,
0: whatever. keep that bathroom exactly how it is, yo. Yeah. You know what though? Maybe it's for the best because if that bathroom was left any longer, like it probably would have grown another race of being. <laughs> it would have grown
1: COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> That's where COVID nineteen started, actually. It's,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID seventy <laughs> nine.
1: So I, I also I guess you're right, like like the birthplace of of those two things. Like you like hardcore but hip hop is very 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 closely related to like those underground
0: scenes. it's so it's so similar in aesthetics and mm-hmm. people you know yeah. like it's 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 very much uh well at least like kind of like the origins of it too. Like maybe not so much today. Like both both are pretty overproduced today. Mm-hmm. Um but like the original versions of both were very raw, very emotional very DIY, very street-based, very art-based, you know, very kind of, like, you didn't have to be Jimi Hendrix or, like, Eric Clapton, like, ultimate, like, talents to be able to play it, you know, like, you didn't have to be, like, virtuosos, you could just be, like, a whoever, you know, and just, like, practice at your house, your apartment, your bus stop, wherever you are, where you're just like, Hey, I want to do something. And then you stand in front of 20 people and you do it. And then a couple of people are like, yo, that was cool. I'll come back and see you when next time you do it. And then you stand in front of 25 people and then you stand in front of 30 people, you know, and it's just, yeah, and that's what it is. Like you're not doing it to become famous. You're just doing it because you just enjoy doing it. And I, they both kind of come from the same place with similar roots and similar style because they're from the same place. You know, it's, and it's, you know, it, it makes sense that they're related. And then they cross over a lot over the years too. Yeah.
1: You know. I mean, most notably Beastie Boys. They started hardcore. Beastie Boys like
0: literally was both.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then you have like your crossovers where there's like a, like a, like a rap group and a, and a hardcore band or something, you know, and there was, there's been plenty of like compilations and stuff where you get. Hardcore bands playing like hip-hop songs or whatever, or like yeah, you know, like the two of them like combining you know Onyx and biohazard, all sorts of shit like that or whatever, but
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I guess we talked about this like aeros I liked, like like aeros- I mean Aerosmith's not hardcore, but like yeah. the Aerosmith run DMC <laughs> thing yeah, was lost. Yeah, yeah. well, that was
0: kind of like that was kind of like one of the originals, right What was, it was and there was also like what was it like public enemy and anthrax Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah, They were kind of like around the same time, too. I don't know which yeah. one was first, though. I think Aerosmith was first and run DMC.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah, I'd have to look that one up because the public enemy
0: one that one's old too, but I think the Aerosmith yeah, yeah, yeah. one might have been first. Man, do you remember uh I don't give a public shit about enemy Aerosmith. flavor flaves? No, no. no.
1: I, I actually like Aerosmith. Of course you do. Uh <laughs> you remember Public Enemy uh Flavor Flaves reality TV show?
0: Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, I saw that was I saw, awesome. I saw <laughs> I saw Public Enemy um in twenty twelve, twenty eleven, twenty twelve. Wow. And I, I was pretty excited. Like i I've, i was never a huge fan. Um and uh Chuck D and I did go to the same college. Um me, Chuck D and Baba Bowie all went to the same college. <laughs> From <laughs> a baba Booey, Yeah. Um and I was I was really I was really excited to see them because they're legends, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, I, I don't I mean I know enough of the songs where I could just be like this is this is gonna be crazy. And I was so disappointed because Flavor Flave spent well, first of all, he didn't come out on stage for like 30 minutes and he was just yeah. like a bunch of hype guys, you know, trying to warm up the crowd. And then when he came out, he just kept, like, yelling about, like, people to, like, buy his book or some shit.
1: Yeah, he seems like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have his big clock?
0: I don't remember if he had the big clock. I was sitting really far away. But, like, I I just remember he was just like, yo, buy my book. And I was like, yo, wait, is this a song? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Buy my book. (laughs) And then I came out with that same song a few years later. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you did <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no uh yeah no i um i love i i love all that kind of stuff, yeah, appreciate it all yeah 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 um, yeah, it's
0: got a cool history you know like any any one of those things has a cool history because it's like it comes it comes from people like just like caring about creating,
1: yeah you know that's that's what yeah that's a really good point is it's like it's more about expression less about um how much money am I going to make from this? Or... Yeah. 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 There's that, is that like...
0: biggie documentary that just came out too that I, I'd like to see. My wife watches it. She said it's really good. Yeah. I watched it. It, is... it was a good. It's... Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I, I love really stuff good. like that, man. Watching people kind of like come from nothing and, and turn nothing into something and just, just strictly on their creativity and their desire to make something happen.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting too, because like I've, I'd never seen all that behind the scenes
0: right of him right right right
1: and it's like whoa he's like uh it, it's interesting how you kind of are like whoa he's not like the persona that right. is
0: yeah up there you know right, exactly. it's
1: that's like probably the most interesting part definitely um yeah definitely all right i got another question for you shoot how did you build your confidence
0: that's such a that is like such a hard question to answer but yeah it's not at the same time the best way that I've found to build confidence um, is through failure. And it's it's always, it's always like, how many times can you fail and get back up and keep going? And after a yeah. while, if you fail and it doesn't stop you, then you kind of feel a lot easier about going into things. Because you're like, oh, if I blow this one, I'll still be fine. You know? Yeah. So the more and more you fail and the more and more you're able to get through failure, the easier the confidence comes along because you're just like, whatever, I can keep going, it's fine. So it's like even like the worst failures and stuff, if you make it through those, all they are, are confidence boosters. And I've yeah. I failed a lot. <laughs> so like the amount of times that I've failed and and the amount of times I've known that I've been able to just get through it, it's that is alone is what what's built my confidence because I know like when you see the dark side of things and you see some success, you're able to understand the whole world of what you're doing. So like if you put me in a debate with anyone in the design industry on stage and front of a million people, it doesn't matter what the question is. doesn't matter what it's about. If you have that history, and I feel, I always feel confident in this too. If you have that history of failing, succeeding, keeping your eyes open, it's it is the best educator in the world, and I think yeah. I, I think confidence comes through that education. So that's why it's like it's super easy, you know. Like you just <laughs> you just have to fail a lot, and just like pay attention to what you did and pay attention to what went wrong, understand it, and the more and more you get it, you realize this industry is not that complicated. Once you figure it out, then you just gotta you just gotta, you know, sculpt it around. The way you want to live yeah that's funny because it's like
1: the complete opposite of like a what every self or like self-help or guru kind of expert in an industry <laughs> would tell you you know what i mean you know yeah. Like yeah. they'll just tell you to keep grinding hard and stuff like that but they never tell you how you <laughs> right
0: know? no of course not no they'll, they'll never like, tell they you never how. tell
1: you what you're supposed to be doing because no. it's just like we live in a world where it's like oh you're supposed to just have it all together and it's like yeah really what you're saying is you're supposed to just like keep not having it together until you can hold it together. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Well, I I like when people say like, you know, like this is really hard, you know, how how do I get through this? And I'm like, well, you just, if you want it, you'll get through it. If you don't want it, then you should leave and make room for other people who do. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. And I know this is probably true for you is like, I always think, uh, Oh, like, like there's like money in this industry. Like, I can support myself. I can make a living and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And then if I was to actually break down, like how much time I spend doing this, right. I'm like, whoa! I make like way less than minimum wage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think about this
0: nonstop. <laughs> like,
1: I don't know. Like, I know you're the same, right? Like,
0: I don't think, well, it's it's like, how much is your life worth? Yeah. When you think about it like that, you know, but you can't, you can't think about it like that because it's more about the fulfilling nature of what you're doing. Oh yeah. Than it is what you're getting paid.
1: Yeah. No. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Yeah. But I guess it's just interesting to be like, uh, oh, I think about this nonstop. Yeah. And like, a client will ask me like, hey, I want to design for something, and it's like, I know I haven't started that yet, but it's like I'm already yeah. thinking about it, which is like, oh, it. Do you ever? Do you ever? Can you turn that off? The ability to be like, until this is like a for sure thing, until I'm actually working on it, I'm not thinking about it. I guess you
0: do. <sighs> I mean, yes and no. It just depends. I mean, you. I found that everything has a place in my brain. It's just a matter of like I have to turn stuff off sometimes to get other things done. And then as soon yeah. as I'm done with something else, everything comes flooding back in. Yeah. You know.
1: But Do you ever have downtime? Because I feel like I don't have no. like mental downtime. Yeah. Downtime? <laughs> no, but like, you know where you're sitting and you're like, I'm eating dinner. I don't know I'm what having, downtime like, is. I don't need it. To-
0: No, I don't need to think about my work. No, 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 because I have children too. So any downtime I have is consumed by them. So, like, if I'm eating dinner, it's normally while I'm like helping the kids with their dinner or, you know, like talking to my wife about something because we haven't talked to each other for the entire day because we're both like running around like maniacs or like there's, there is, there's, I don't, I don't remember what it feels like to be bored. Yeah, I haven't been bored in like 15 years. Okay. I've also not been bored. Yeah. I've
1: been stressed about, oh God, I got to go do that. And you're sitting there. Yeah. Trying
0: to be bored. Yeah. Trying to forget about the things you have to do. Dude, there are times where it's like, I'll finish working at 1230 at night or something. And I'm used to like working really late and I'm go, I'll go like, what do I do with myself now? <laughs> Like, should I go to bed yeah. or like, should I watch TV or sh- whatever? And while I'm thinking that I'm like starting something new and I'm like working <laughs> was- and then before I know it, it's like three <laughs> 30. Yeah. I was going to
1: say that's, that's another big problem is like uh when you do see like some free time yeah. rather than being like, I'm going to get ahead on this or I'm going to like, go do this thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. Or yeah. like I used to read books all the time. And now I just like, when there's a spare moment, I'm like, I'm going to, work on this uh, this project that i want to work on yeah yeah, that's another you're just like filling filling free time with like more shit that you're gonna like stress about later
0: yeah there's no there's like it's there's just you know what the problem is too is there's so many things lined up so many ideas like forget about work like ideas like personal ideas yeah you know that it's just like i I had it and get i didn't get the chance to do this so now i have a chance and i'm like not tired and i'm just like i'll work on it like whatever you know yeah speaking
1: of all right personal projects this is a good question here mm. why do some logo logo designers have bad personal logos <laughs> some don't even have their own logo
0: <laughs> i mean yeah. yeah it's it's like the same reason why like the, what do they say like the like the shoemaker has like shitty shoes or something You know, yeah, that's a good thing. You like spend, you spend your time like working on everybody else's shit. By the time you work on your own, you're just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, and then you have to think about yourself objectively from like a third person perspective, which is really hard because you just have to like analyze yourself. Like when you analyze a client, it's like, whatever you, you, you analyze them, their business, the way they are, their character, the personality, call it a day, you go eat dinner. And you're done. It doesn't occupy the the space in your in your brain anymore. But when you're branding yeah. yourself, it's basically just like a twenty four seven, you know, week after week after week self critique on everything that's terrible about yourself. And like
1: what and you're trying to figure out, well, what do I want? Like, yeah. What's right. my direction? And you're like
0: what do I look I like? What do people expect from me? What do I want them to think of me? Et cetera.
1: Yeah. What's my five-year plan? What's you, my 10-year plan? Yeah. What's, like, you have no, there's no way to, it's an impossible task.
0: It's not, though. Do you know why? Why? Because you just got to say, fuck it, and just do something. You just make something, whatever feels good in that moment, that's your logo. Done. You can change it whenever you want, because you have that power, and you don't have to pay for it. Oh, that's, that's a good point. That's it. That's why some, that's, what you know what, and that's why I appreciate some, some logo designers not having a logo, where it's just, like, their name written out. Like, I, yeah. I, I appreciate that almost more than them having a logo. I like that that it's simple, where it's just like, it's it, it's it's cool when it's like, I'm not the show. The show is the work. You know, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm interesting. the facilitator. You yes. Know? I, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that a lot.
1: But it is weird how I, because I'll even get caught up in like, uh in the but Then are people going to look at me and be like, there's nothing special going on there. Well, maybe they just do the logos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's hard. Well, it's like, I I think it's it's different for a logo designer than it is like a web designer, right? Because if you go to a mm-hmm. web designer's page, you want their site to kind of be flashy because it's their ability, it's, it's their time to kind of show off. But you know, honestly, at the same time, if their website is kind of like well-designed, but, but like, well, yeah, if it's something like that, then then I feel like it's a cop-out almost, Yeah, you know? Like I'd rather see, at the very least, I'd rather see something that's just like nicely designed, designed but like pretty simple yeah. with just like, e- even if it's like really clean, that's all I'm looking for just so I can understand the work that the person does. Logo designer, like if you're just like, here's my name written out in a font or whatever, and here's all my work. I'm focusing on the work. I don't get I don't really care what your name looks like unless you come up with yeah. like you know like not everything has to be a brand. You know? Yeah. Some things some people can just be people. It's okay. <laughs> you know?
1: That's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, we me and you were just talking about this and I was like, "I don't know what to do." Yeah. I'm like I feel like I should just keep it super simple, but then it feels like it it does feel like a cop out. It does feel like you're just taking the easy way out to just do a font. Well, I'll tell you get. this,
0: right? So on the studio website, Contino has a logo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. On, I have a personal website too, just for like when people are searching for me by myself. Mm-hmm. It's just got my bio, a picture, and my name on it. And my name is just typed out in a font. And I feel great about it. I feel fucking like I love that that's all that it is. You know? I'll tell you what.
1: You're you, that's not completely true because you also have like a sick little uh, illustration of you
0: mm, down at the bottom. But it's not it's, like it's not like at the top though. It's just like a little. No. It's a little footer. It's just a little footer design. It could be anything. It could be, it could be like pictures of waves. It could be like a little fox. It could be like literally. It doesn't. It happens to be like a little illustration of me, but it doesn't have to. No, be it's that.
1: sick. It's sick. Well, I appreciate and that. it's it, that, I that, that little like it. thing. Yeah. I was, I went to it actually like the other day. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, what did John do? Yeah. And I went and looked and I was like, that sells it. The you whole thing so? is really great. And I'm like, yeah. this is great. And then when you see that, you're like, Oh, this is it's very interesting. I do, I do
0: like that. You're right. Yeah. No, you have a branding element. Forget everything I said. You got to brand the shit yeah. out of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just using a font, that's you're not doing it. Uh, but that, that, that website where it's like johncontino.com, it doesn't have work on it or anything. It's just a picture, yeah. my name, and, a, and a, a short bio, and that's it. So, like, that little logo or whatever is the closest thing you're getting to seeing anything that resembles me from a creative standpoint.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm just going to do that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Just do that. My I bio mean, will just
1: say Brent Bates.
0: If, if you're, if, I think if your site is clean enough, and the work is big and bold enough where it's just like, you can really just like sink your teeth into it. I, I think that's all you need. That's
1: a good point. Yeah. So yeah. you're not angry about it. I'm angry about it.
0: No, no, I feel good about it. I feel I, th- yeah, no, there's nothing to be angry about, man. Just like, you just like, it's cool.
1: Let this the, is something we have to talk about. Let the
0: work be, let it breathe, man.
1: Let it breathe. Yeah, that is, I'm really excited about my, my, New site, that's not really new, yeah. Because that's that's exactly what I did. As I kind of just put up the work, yeah, or whatever. Well, that's and I mean that's about, what it.
0: that's the important part, you know. Like it's different yeah. when it's like a studio or an agency or something like that. Like even then, you're putting thought into the typeset you know. Yeah. But like when it's just yourself, I think that's as long as long as it, it it's kind of designed well, your name could just be another headline on the page, yeah. You know
1: yeah um we we were talking about this recently and I think we brought this up before but um which what, what do you like when you're listening to things and you're working you listen to the same things over and over and over yeah and so is that like OCD or is that a creative boost
0: oh man it's um I wish I wish I could remember where I saw this and I think we talked about this but so someone was saying that people who do that it's like a form of anxiety. Uh-oh. Yeah, like it, because it's like because if you if you're listening to the same thing over and over again or you're watching the same thing over and over again, it's kind of like a coping mechanism because it's comfortable and it's just like your your anxiety is is um <clears throat> It's, it's, no, it depends on the situation you're in, but like the 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 reason you're watching that is because you're using it as a calming effect.
1: Oh no, because because like that that does ring true. I think we did bring this up because that's definitely when I pick a movie if I'm yeah. not working, yeah. watching a movie. I like to pick familiar, mm-hmm. yeah, good times. Like I know it, I'm I'm gonna watch it and be happy.
0: It's like almost meditative. Yeah, you know because and it, it's like like I have talked about this before like when we had the old studio um me and my friend Matt we uh we used to have like a couple of movies that we played over and over again like back to the future was one of them to the point where the sounds of back to the future you know like yeah. I didn't even turn to look at the screen that we had mounted on the wall like it was just or well, I just looked at my computer I worked I listened and all the it was just, it might as well have been like a radio play. Like I didn't, I didn't even see the movie for years, but I memorized the whole movie by heart from every like, like sound effect, crackle, you know, script, everything. Like I remembered every yeah. line of that movie, every sound, everything, just from sitting there. And we would loop it all day because we both found such comfort in it. It was just like a way to kind of like, Feel relaxed and it wasn't. It's not depressing. It's a very lighthearted, fun movie, you know. Yeah. And it's hundred yeah. percent, like a hundred percent, like a coping mechanism, without a doubt.
1: Oh man, this that makes me feel bad. It's like, is there some underlying lying problem that we need to fix?
0: I mean, yeah, everybody has one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are we messed up? Yes. Yeah, hundred uh, percent.
0: Can you be a creative person and not be a little messed up? I don't think so.
1: Or a little bit like, like you're, like, angry with the world or anything. uh, You could be,
0: yeah, be scared, uh, angry, um, nervous, confused. Yeah. Right. All those things I think lead to good artwork.
1: You know what's funny is the one person that I ever seen like arguing that that's not true. Mm -hmm. That you don't need to like, like an artist doesn't need to be like damaged in some way. Yeah. To create great art. The person that i seen arguing that you don't need that was Chris D'Elia. Yeah. And, now, and now he's through like that whole, <laughs> yeah, he's like clearly <laughs> a little messed up, you know? <laughs> and like, uh, it's like, oh, maybe there's like some validity to that, you know? Oh, the, man.
0: Well, you know what? I mean, uh, he was just, uh, he wasn't acknowledging his issues.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not that not that uh i don't think we definitely don't have those kinds of issues but uh <laughs> i definitely have like an anger towards the world or like
0: oh dude i got plenty uh, of issues i got plenty of issues i got i got i got them all sorted and alphabetized it's it's fine it's Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you're, so they're good yeah oh <laughs> they have plenty if if one's if one's doing
1: okay i got backups don't worry <laughs> yeah. yeah no definitely and i uh, yeah that's funny but, but i like, also feel
0: why do you do art if not a release? Why? Why yeah, are you I was... artistic? Why are you creative? What? What do you? Why? Why? Why do you create if not to share the things inside your head? If your fucking yeah. things inside your head are just like, oh, I'm happy and everything's boring. Like your shit sucks. How angry does it make you
1: when whenever I see things that are like uh, positive design quotes? like lettered and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why it makes me angry. (laughs) I it does the opposite of what it's supposed to. It's like, you know, like be happy today.
0: I'm like, no, I won't be happy today. I I, I don't mind positivity. Um, but there's a, there's definitely certain versions of that that are very, um, irritating, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's just like, (laughs) you see them and you just go, shut the fuck up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we were talking about that today too. It's like uh positive change or well, like change in general, but like to make things positive or to like have any kind of change, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not like a good time. It's not for anybody.
0: No. If you want to, uh, if you want to, if you want to change the world, that shit's yeah. not going to be easy. You know, it's going to be, be hard. Yeah. It's going to be painful. You want to change your life. It's not going to, it's going to be very uncomfortable. You're going to be in situations yeah. that you do not feel comfortable with. And that's, you know, if you ever want to get anywhere, if you have to, if you want to evolve, it's going to suck. Yes. The evolution sucks. And that's
1: the scary thing. It's like, uh, you know, like you want the world to treat you better. Right. What's well, it's going to be uncomfortable for you, you know what yeah. I mean, To 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 reach a point where the world's going to treat you better. Right you know right it's like it's it's shitty and i don't know so i see positive quotes and it's like that's that's not the reality of like like i'm happy right and like to reach that it's a lot of work right like like not that i would be unhappy but like to be doing what i'm doing to i'm sure you're the same you're the exact same way it's like to do this is like a lot of work right and so you're not just like Oh nice. I'm a designer that that uh wakes up and great things happen.
0: Well, it's like yeah, no. I I consider myself very lucky. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I I love my life. I have a great family. Yeah. I get to do what I love every day, you know, I have a place to live. It's yeah. you know, I I can't complain, you know. But that doesn't mean that I don't have things that I deal with that upset me or make me anxious or whatever throughout the day. I don't have my, you know, that like that still exists, but like it also took a lot of work and a lot of pain and a lot of suffering to get to this point, even to begin with. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, like I put myself through all those positions and I, the first time I like figured out like, this is what I got to do to make something change was terrifying. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to put myself in these positions that I've never really wanted to be in. And I feel uncomfortable with it. And it's, it's scary to me and it's whatever, but I did it and something came from it and I was like, oh, all right. You know, and then you it you know, it almost doesn't go away. You know, especially you see a lot of um designers who are like introverts or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny to go to like a design conference where it's like three thousand people who just like have social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, i just want to be like you know what everybody it's okay if you all go home right now it's fine you can just go home it's okay like i'm not gonna be upset you're good yeah it's it's i want you to be happy you know
1: (laughs) which is uh isn't that the weirdest thing is like being like a communicator in a sense i guess and then not wanting to communicate with people yeah (laughs) Yeah. yo i found my way to communicate with people it's through design it's not through uh (laughs) Yeah, it's not yeah. standing there talking. To it's them. not, it's
0: not through other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've done, I've done talks about that too, where it's like, it's just like straight up about, about anxiety. And I feel like yeah. those are the ones that always connect the most with people because yeah. everyone's just sitting there. And as creative people, like I, like we're talking about now, everyone has like their issues. And when yeah. it's just like, like 99 times out of a hundred, you're talking to a designer They're not an outgoing performative human being, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think the the ones of us that are are like that probably because of some kind of coping mechanism. (laughs) You guys are faking it, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
1: no, that's another thing, too, is like just uh, our job in general is like you kind of get given a, a task, yeah. Every job's different yeah every solution is different yep i don't know what i'm doing next week yeah right you know what i mean and so it's like i i know i'll probably hopefully still have a job yeah i don't know what i'm working on right i have no idea and like that that can be like uh uh that can give me anxiety not knowing it's not like yeah you know you're a mechanic i'm not downing mechanics but if you're a mechanic there's only you know 900 things that can go wrong on a truck you know what i mean or or like whatever you know what i mean it comes in and it's like okay this is the solution for this there's only so many ways
0: a car can break
1: yeah Yeah. and i think (laughs) our job's probably not not even as hard as being a mechanic yeah right but uh (laughs) i guess just the anxiety of just not knowing uh all the time there's so many anxieties that
0: come with our job though like like right now Oh man, I I'm, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm working on an event for New York City which will be a a, a big deal and um it's very much something that can be potentially iconic in the future. Yeah. Yes. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, that's pressure whatsoever, you know. Like, yeah, this could be like, yeah, this could this could be iconic, or it could just be like something people forget about within two weeks of the event happening.
1: Yeah, you know. Oh, that's a good question. You think that cause we we kind of brush on this all the time, which is like, what makes something a hit, or or yeah, like what makes something last forever? And it's like, can things last forever
0: anymore? Dude, I don't know, but you know what's really funny, and and this has come up in a few different ways, like. This is this is the 8 year anniversary of um the incendiary record I designed that the the band yeah. that opens the show for us and it's like it's crazy that it's been 8 years number 1 because the record is like the exact same age as my daughter so it's like weird yeah. to to know that I was like working on that at the same time you know she was kind of being worked on <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they both kind of came out at the same time um yeah. <laughs> But like there's that little icon on the back of the record That's a coffin and it says product of New York Yes And when, when that record got released I was out of touch with the hardcore scene Because my daughter was being born I had just moved out of the city There's like a lot of adjusting that I had to do to life And by the time I came back to it That icon had become an iconic mark in the hardcore scene and i had no yeah. idea like people were just like oh my god you're the guy who designed that and i'm like oh my god you saw that <laughs> you know like i didn't know that it, i didn't know that it had like such an impact and that it became like this mark that everyone knew and it's it's like crazy cuz it was never intended to be that it was a little fucking whatever that was just like a separator between the song titles or something on the back of the the, the record cover i don't even remember and uh it was just it just it latched on and is how do you yeah. how do you make that happen like that's what that's what our job is to to make that happen over and over again but like some shit hits and some shit doesn't and it doesn't matter what, whether it's good or not it's like the right time the right place the right mm-hmm. formula all coming together simultaneously to become a lasting you know visual that people remember
1: <laughs> I guess it's like any uh, opportunity, right? Like you're you're constantly trying to do that, trying to do that, trying to do that and eventually hopefully everything lines up and you'll do a few. You
0: yeah, know? but are they always by accident? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, like when you
0: try to design something iconic, how do you know that that's just going to stick? Yeah, the, is it always
1: by it's even, not definitely not by accident
0: like a five million dollar rebrand where it's just like Coca-Cola says we're going to do this and they're going to go to Lander or whoever to go and do this like crazy rebrand rebrand like they could spend all this money and do all this research and do eight mm-hmm. million versions and 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 like focus group them and test them and do this and blah 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 and within a month they could just be back to the old logo.
1: You know what? I I think that it's exactly. I guess you you've you've kind of laid it out here, which is you worked on that album cover, mm-hmm. and it was like you deciding to put that little thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to a focus group, getting a hundred people's opinions Bad does hope. not work. No, it's, it's almost not. like why internal design departments don't work is like they have like fifteen people all deciding what something should be, rather than hiring one studio. Yeah, where it's going to get passed off to, even if it's a junior designer, one person. That's yeah. gonna decide
0: something. There was there was it, a few years ago where I, I worked with um a pretty legendary clothing brand to try mm-hmm. and update their image. And and I, I worked with the owners directly. And it was like one of yeah. those where it was just like everyone was just shut out and it was just us. And and I was in one of the owners' houses. <laughs> we were there just like working together. And I came up with some shit that I thought was great and I thought it was a really great evolution for what the brand would be. They loved it. Everything was great, but they were still a hundred million dollar company and it was still, they, at one point they still had to bring that to the board or the VPs or whatever. And then they started focus grouping it and this, and it's just like, well, this is too much of a drastic change, blah, 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 blah. We're scared we're going to lose customers and whatever. And then it went out the window and yeah. that was that. And you know, the owner's we're like, we love it. This embodies the spirit of, of what the company was when we started it. It feels like it's a true refreshing. It's going to appeal to a younger generation, whatever. We checked off all the boxes. But yeah. when it came down to it, the marketing and the focus grouping and all this stuff was just like, this is not right. But like, they, they, you can't possibly know that because it's just like the shit that is just like, that means something. And it's just kind of like the raw brain thought, I think, that comes out. Like the Coca-Cola logo. Like that shit was designed, what, like 1890, 1910 or something like that? The script, you know? Okay, yeah. And I'm sure that wasn't designed with focus grouping and marketing and all that shit in mind. It was someone who literally just drew a, a script logo. Yeah. and it's stuck and here it is and they kept yeah. it and it's just there and it's super iconic and it's not going anywhere same with the Nike logo the Nike swoosh was designed by like a college student for 70 bucks you so know? I think
1: those two things though are are two different kinds of iconic yeah one is iconic through uh like a company mm-hmm. kind of becoming like it's more about Nike as a company that you associate with that logo right. But then there's like the Milton Glaser. I love New York. Right. And it's like where that thing is like uh it surpassed what its initial intention was. Yeah. Where Nike's logo is not surpassing what Nike's intention is. It's in, Nike's. I don't know, intention dude. I is,
0: think he, I think it might have.
1: You may maybe Nike's a bit. I hate I hate using huge logos like uh Nike but and stuff like I,
0: that. those are kinds of the ones that you need to use though.
1: I just think that that. I love like New the, York and Nike are two different things.
0: They are. No, they definitely are because because one is representative of a product and a and a and a a type of mindset. Yeah. And I love New York is a place, a lifestyle. Like, well, a li- well, Nike is a lifestyle too, I'd say. But like mm-hmm. the I love New York thing is so much of a of of a uh, like a You're right. It's they're, like they're both communities, they're both lifestyles, but they're very different types you know.
1: It's almost like I Love New York could have, it was iconic almost from the minute people seen it. Yeah, right. Nike took time to become
0: and Nike iconic. had to build, and oh, dude, that's a really good point, too, because, like, we, we do this with clients all the time, where it's just, like, sometimes, and, and you you recognize this, too, because you comment on it all the time, but, like, sometimes logos aren't perfect right away. Mm-hmm. And, and And it's, you can't just look at a logo and like when a client comes to us to to have, to have a logo designed, it's not always like we'll design the final logo and then they see it and their brains get blown out into fucking rainbows all over the room. And they're like, Oh my God, this is genius. Like you have to build a business into that logo so that the logo actually means something. Yeah. You know, like we can give you the shell, but you got to fill it. Yes. You know? Yes.
1: Yeah, and, and sometimes, so I guess sometimes you can design them a logo that's like, yo, this is going to be somewhat iconic, or yeah. this is really, yeah, there's like some kind of puzzle there where people are going to appreciate this. You know, right. what's that rule? Like, they, it's got to be a puzzle that they solve very, very, like three seconds or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the reward system kicks in or whatever. Right. Right. But so sometimes you can do that, mm-hmm. but you're right. Most of the time, it's like, we're going to give you something that looks good, but you're going to have to add meaning to it. Yeah. You're, yeah, and that's you're what, gonna have that, to be a good company,
0: and that's what Nike did. Yes, you know, I think the "I Love New York" thing was almost it, it. was the reverse of that. There was so much that was built into it, and then something really simple dropped on top of it, and it was perfect.
1: Yes, you yeah, know? dude, that logo is is. uh I mean, it's my favorite logo. Probably.
0: It's. Gr- I mean, I grew up with it. I grew up seeing it everywhere, and it just like it. It meant so much to me as a kid because mm-hmm. it said everything.
1: It, it means so much to me as a designer. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't grow up with it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we love Milton. Yep, big fans. I, are you his? is he? Are is he your favorite designer? One of? One He's of, my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of my favorite designers. Yeah, in I terms know, of like body work. I don't know if I could say who my favorite designer is, but if you like, you take like a Milton and like a Keith Haring. Oh yeah. You know. Yes. I feel like if you take both of those guys, like the two of them together kind of equal a me in terms of like where I where I try to be design-wise. Visually, but then like
1: Milton's... Because uh, when I say I love all Milton's work, I actually don't visually like Milton's work. Yeah. Which might be controversial to say. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> he still has awesome that... work.
1: No, he does, but I don't love all of it. Well, I mean... I think I'd like... It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Keith Haring's work more visually. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, Milton's, I don't know, The like, the genius behind that right. stuff is, like, right, right, right. crazy. Also, uh,
0: um, I know this is, like, one of those things that I would, like, listen back to. When I say you take Milton and Keith Haring and then you get me, that's not, I meant, like... <laughs> no, you mean I don't like mean, like, where you, you want to live. Yeah, I don't need, like, yeah, it doesn't take two design legends to make a me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because me, I think I'm more of, like, a... Beethoven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm more of a of a Jesus Christ and a and a Muhammad mixed together, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you mean like uh visually I think that's what you mean, right? Like, like visually you want to be like a Keith Herring. Like craft like
0: craft wise. You know, yeah. like the the way that the way that they approach their work. Like I, I I look to those two designers as kind of like I love the loose organic sketchiness of a Keith Haring, where it's like bold and iconic and simple and raw and unapologetic, and then kind of like the 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 brilliant, you know, compositional thinking of of you know, and and like the elegance of a Milton, you know. Yeah, I, I like both of those, and I try I try I to take those two worlds and slam them together in my work all the time. It's yeah, and that's the hardest thing to do, right? So hard, yeah. Hard, hard, oh, yeah it, hardest thing to do, but you know like the more and more you do it, and the more and more you feel comfortable with letting go and then experimenting, you know like right now, I feel like I'm in a pretty good place right now where a lot of the brands that we're working on, I feel good about mixing raw and and polished together, yeah, you know, which I think we can you can see like on our um studio site also where I feel like there's a lot of that. yeah yeah Yeah. and
1: and actually like a lot of those some of those fashion brands you're working on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you've talked about them you've talked yeah even even that
0: architect that we're doing right now too like it's it's so it's like so clean and so dirty at the same time Mm -hmm. but like that's an architect that like that speaks to that speaks to him
1: like an art he's an artist right yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, he's an he's an artist and he he designs like in a really clean way but in but like the process is very dirty. So like yes. it really
1: makes sense. Which kind of don't, I appreciate that more when you see somebody uh like not using AutoCAD or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean, I mean whatever, they whatever whatever architects use.
0: Yeah, no, they, I mean they still use that shit but like his no, drawings, yeah. His yeah, like he, I love I love sitting down with him because he'll he'll take like he just ha- literally has just like a big roll of tracing paper. And he just yeah. pulls it out and he just takes a highlighter and he just starts doodling on the table. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Go- oh, I kinda want that.
1: It's pretty nice. Like a ba- like a like a reel of like newspaper kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a reel that yeah, you can like just pull and rip. Or some shit. And- yeah. Man, Dude, I wonder if you could do that.
0: Let me tell you something. Uh when when my when my older daughter was younger, there was a um an art desk that I bought her from IKEA. Yeah. And at the top of the desk Was like this This wooden dowel And And a, a roll of Of paper That's so awesome And all you do is You pull it And you draw And then you cut it When you're done And you know It's like for kids With like finger painting And watercolors Or whatever Yeah But like as an adult Illustrator Or something like that We should all have that shit You know Yo, what Can I mean? you imagine Oh yeah Yo that
1: I might have I think to think Ugly that. Books is dead Yeah <laughs> I'm getting a roll of paper.
0: <laughs> Do we we just we just like we just put our own business out of business before it even came out?
1: Can you imagine you have it on a roll and on on the other end it's rolling up. Oh right? yeah, and so you work your way through, and then that rolls done, and you just put it back in the box, and you put the date on it. Oh, and it goes that's pretty sick.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sick. <sighs> Except yeah, for eventually you have. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, Eventually you, you like, have so many rolls. You pull it out on one. It, yeah, but your rolls of anything suck.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you imagine trying to show people that later on? Oh like somewhere in here. You're Dude, it's like, a, just... it's like a fucking scroll from like an ancient, you know, like religion. Yeah, this, idea,
1: this idea really <laughs> went up the mountain and then just like right right off the cliff.
0: <laughs> yo, I'm back on notebooks. Let me just, yeah. just give me the notebook. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. man. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, man, that's funny. But uh, you know what? I think we made good time on this one. What are we at? An hour, and, uh, an hour and 11. Whoa. A lot of times what happens is we get to this point, and we talk about this all the time, we get to this point, and then we hit a conversation that we just want to, like, rip on. And then it's, like, an hour and a half later, and we're like, yo, why was that podcast three hours long? <laughs> yeah, because it
1: took an hour for us to, like, really... Yeah, we,
0: we'll hit like a topic, and then we'll just be like, "Holy shit, we need to talk about this now. This can't wait until next week. We gotta, we gotta break into it now. It's vital. Otherwise, the world will end."
1: Talking about M- Milton and stuff like that, or like Keith Haring, or or that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like we
0: we've talked about that for a long time. Oh god, we can talk talk about that shit forever. Especially like in the way that like it applies to a lot of the stuff that we're working on now. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's so relevant next
1: podcast I gotta read you something he wrote okay Mil- right. Milton one of his essays okay um
0: yeah I'll oh, read man. it too bad he's not around anymore he'd be the he'd be the best guest yeah
1: I mean he worked right up until the end that's as I mean, we as I guess we all hope to
0: a fucking role model he put through. out a book
1: like <clears throat> like a few months before he passed away
0: dude that's like that's like some David Bowie shit
1: yeah you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just country. man, David Bowie. Yeah, that's somebody who like I kind of didn't care about, and then you were like, no, you gotta go listen to David Bowie. David, and I Bowie, mean, I knew David Bowie like the, it, the iconic songs.
0: It like almost doesn't even matter what his music was; just like him as a person was just like such yeah. a creative force.
1: You know what? Uh, to just drag this fucking podcast on. Yeah. Uh, you know who I really, I kind of really like. I just watched the documentary on uh, Bob Dylan. No yeah. direction home. Yeah. And uh, just how he kind of like constantly was evolving. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. people would expect something and he would just start doing something
0: different. I love that.
1: Yeah. I, like I, I just love sold that. He sold all of his music to Sony Records for $300 million. Not bad. Yeah.
0: Somebody, want, are like, buy, somebody want to buy all my work for $300 million? <laughs> I'll
1: sell it for sell for way less than yeah.
0: <laughs> three bucks three. am i getting am i getting four dollars four canadian dollars please oh five, five yeah. dollars. <laughs> yeah dude i love i love i love that idea i i try to think about that all the time it's just like what can i do that's different than what i did before yeah yeah, uh, I love that. I
1: guess that's what makes it iconic, right? Mm-hmm. Wrapping it back up, but that's what makes it iconic is is that you're not just doing something that you did before, and unfortunately, a client usually is hiring you on your last success or whatever, and so yeah, so they want I've, that.
0: I found the greatest challenge to be talking clients out of doing shit that they've seen already. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's that's the, that's the job. I think I think when it comes down to it. That's the job, trying to get someone to fucking do something different.
1: Yeah, because the result's the same, like what you want to achieve. Right. But that's the scary thing is the solution has to be different.
0: Yeah, and sometimes the solution isn't different, but the process is different, and Mm -hmm. therefore it makes the solution different, even though visually it might not look different, but like the thought process behind it is, so then it opens up the door's... For for everything else to be different, too. You know. Yeah, uh, I got my brain going now.
1: Yeah, I know. I know, and and I want to keep talking. This is a, wanna, this I, is I, definitely I, I, a topic I, for another
0: podcast. I don't want to listen to you anymore. I had enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. All right. So listen, we're doing the rating and reviewing thing again. We decided. We're going to do it. So go on to iTunes and rate and review us. Listen, rate us five stars and then say whatever the fuck you want after that. <laughs> <laughs> you can put like, you got brownie recipes, I'll take them. Whatever you got, we're we're good with it. We got brand by hand books restocked at continobook.com. So if you want to get some yeah. of those. And then uh, we're actually we're actually using the the studio Instagram, you know, now. Now that we've kind of uh, ruled off, we've, we've sworn off social media, we're actually using it for the studio now. So yeah. um, we got a lot of cool stuff that's going to be going up at, Conti- at Contino Studio. And then if you have questions or comments, the the box is still up at nosecast.com. So uh, we, we redesigned the site a little bit, but um, it's still there. So you can use that. Um, and then every now and again, I take some DMs and stuff on Instagram. So you could do that too. It's cool. Uh, you got anything else to say, Brent? Um, How
1: about... No, I got nothing. You
0: got nothing? I got nothing. We're, we're, how many? We, we, 48 deep? You haven't had... A okay, single... I got something. What? Stay up!
1: A frozen break that mm-hmm. power flies the truth! Nothing tells the souls I'm through